Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Friday Love edition. Radio. Our report today is the 10th of May. Thanks for being here, everybody. Again, I'm your host, Brett Rosenthal. Armor stands for Algorithmic Risk Management Research. So what we're doing on our trading desk is we're investing using fundamental analysis, which means we go meet management teams of companies we have an interest in and we gather information from those meetings and then make investments. But we use algorithms to help di- direct our risk and manage our risk. This is what I call the millennial stock market. It's not your dad's and it's not your granddad's. Everything changed after 2008. And I'm going to discuss that with you today's show. Um, today's show is going to be dedicated to our algorithms. We have four, actually five algorithms <clears throat> specifically designed for the exchange traded funds of the S&P, the NASDAQ, the Dow, the small cap index, and the IBD 50. Those five indexes drive all of our risk management techniques and our algorithms are at the wheel. So I'm going to go over with you what they're telling us. And then I'm going to discuss the topic du jour, which happens to be Trump-China trade war. Okay? And I'm going to share, I hope, some, an interesting perspective. Because what I'm hearing on CNBC and all the other channels, I think is, um, you know, 95% of it's just incredibly wrong. And all it's going to do is get you off the bus uh, of building an equity portfolio and making money over time. So I want to discuss it with you in a, in a minute. Let me remind you, this is a live trading desk. Thank you for joining me at 2.30. Usually I'm on at 12 noon, but depending on the trading desk and what we're doing and management teams we're meeting with, meetings change, times change. Thanks for bearing with me. The screens are all around me. I'm actively involved in the market right now. Uh, and so I'm sharing information with you that I use to manage my own personal capital and that of investors we work with through our interactive brokers relationship. Um, But that doesn't mean you should take what I say and just run off and do something. I don't know you. You have to determine for yourself what the right risk is for your portfolio, whether or not you should even be investing in stocks. It's not for everybody. I had a conversation just yesterday with an individual who wants to invest with me. And um, the individual's never put money in the stock market before, only has a pension plan, living off that pension plan, living off of social security checks. Um, If that's your type of situation, then you have to understand stock market investing carries an enormous amount of risk in the near term and even over over the long term. It may not be for you. I talk about cannabis investing and how I think it's the single best place to put money. But Believe me when I tell you this, no matter whether I not, no matter whether I think it's the greatest investment idea or not, the whole portfolio of cannabis stocks can drop 50% in three months if it wants to, for reasons that have nothing to do with the three to five to 10 year outlook. And if you can't suffer that type of swing, or you don't have risk management tools 
to limit your risk, then you just can't be doing this. Either work with risk management tools to protect your assets and protect capital, which we do on our trading desk, or live through those swings, so don't put too much capital to work. Okay? Now let's get to the algorithms. We start with the S&P. Now, if you go back and look at the archives on our website, rosenthalcapital.com, you can, you can find all of our YouTube videos. You can go to um, our YouTube channel, which I post regularly on Twitter, uh, hashtag Armor Report. You can see the playlist called How to Invest. And you'll see back in the uh, May 1st, May 2nd time period, we told you that it was reduce risk time. All of the algorithms were telling us reduce risk. Whatever that means for you, for us, it meant taking all of our equity market risk off the table. That's just for my own personal account, people I'm working with, um, who invest exactly like me. So for my assets, we bought the market right in March. We got risk reduced, not risk off, just risk reduced. So we had a portfolio of cannabis companies, and I had about 50% of my assets in, in direct equity market investments. I just booked all of those gains. Okay, because the other half of the portfolios invested in individual stocks, that carries a lot of risk. So now I have a cushion, booked profits up there. And just as the algorithms told you, the market was coming down. It, it, I, I, let me take a step back. The algorithms are not always right. Okay, but there's a high degree percentage that if the algorithms say reduce risk, it's important to reduce risk. Could go higher, but reduce your risk, whatever that means to you. And so here's a perfect example of how it works. The market was too far away from the 50-day moving average. And when it gets X standard of deviations above the 50-day moving average, the probability that you're going to retrace gets higher and higher. So the algorithms help us buy weakness, and sell strength. And over 12-month period with enough trading data, the probabilities will work out in our favor. Are there some times where we'll reduce risk and the market will blow out to new highs? It's possible. Hey, you know what? I don't mind those times. I've still got investments in my portfolio. Great. I keep making money. But I'm not greedy. Reduce your risk. Then when the market plummets back to what is just a normal sell-off, but doesn't it feel like a plummet? If you watch CNBC, the whole world's coming to an end. It's not coming to an end. The S&P is in an uptrend. It was X standard deviations above the 50-day, the, the and now it's come back to the 50-day. That's it. That's all it's done. If it breaks down from here, we got a different story. This is totally normal market volatility. If you can't handle it, get out of the kitchen. CNBC is trying to sell eyeballs. So they're always over-exuberant when the market makes new highs. And always the world is coming to an end when the market sells off. Understand that's their job. It's to keep you watching. But don't have that affect how you manage your portfolio. Our algorithms help us with that emotional tug of war that goes on for every investor. 
So we put money to work in the middle to the end of, of, of March, and we booked profits on that equity market exposure right near the highs. Now the market's come down, and it puts us in the driver's seat. I love the sell-off. Give me a double bottom on the 50-day on all the major averages, and I'll put risk on again. So we're not there yet. We have a double bottom that looks like it's trying to set up in the equity indexes. <clears throat> the S&P and the NASDAQ 100 are, are doing that right at the 50-day. The Dow went below the 50-day and is trying to do that right near the 200-day, which is fine. No worries there. Obviously, the Dow is just 30 stocks. You know, we've had major problems with Boeing, so there's other weakness in that index. Not as important to me if it holds the 50. And the small cap index is right Right now, double bottoming right at the 50 and the 200. So it's pretty important. This is, the, this is the moment of truth for the small cap index. If things break down from here, I will change my tune. We will go, you can go look at our website, and that'll be the day that we see risk off. But right now, it's just risk reduced. Markets come down, great. And if, these, if they hold up at these levels, we'll get a whole nother risk on buy opportunity. We're not there yet. I'll tell you when we are. Okay. Let's get to the uh, conversation of the day. <clears throat> the conversation of the day is Trump-China trade war. I'm going to give it to you as simply as I can give it to you because I think it's a lot of noise I think it's a detriment to anybody trying to invest to try to interpret the noise. So I'm going to tell you my opinion, how I'm managing my own assets. The longer the Trump-China trade war goes on, the better it is for the stock market. I'll say that again. The longer this trade war goes on, the better it is for the stock market. Okay? I'm going to tell you why. There's only one thing you have to worry about as an as a intermediate to long-term investor. Only one thing. It's not trade deals. It's not economic numbers where, quite frankly, nobody knows what's going to happen next. So every economist says a whole bunch of ridiculous things, and nobody knows. Right? I don't know when inflation is going to spike up. I don't know when the GDP is going to get better or worse, and nobody does. So just forget all of that conversation and noise. People have been telling me there's going to be hyperinflation for a decade, okay? A decade. They've been wrong for a decade. Is this the year it happens? I don't know. A broken clock is right once a day. That doesn't mean they're going to be right. So I don't pay any attention to that conversation of, hyperinflation and what the GDP is going to do and what employment is going to do. Nobody knows. Let me tell you what we do know. Is the Federal Reserve adding liquidity or subtracting liquidity? Is the Federal Reserve increasing interest rates or decreasing interest rates? That's it, guys. That's the only thing you have to worry about when it comes to long-term bull or bear market trends. So now, now let's get to a conversation about 
what affects whether or not the Fed is adding or, or reducing liquidity. Right now, we're in an uptrend this year because the Fed said they're no longer going to raise rates and they're not going to be reducing the money supply. The European Central Bank and the Japanese Central Bank are stepping on the gas to add liquidity. This all sloshes into our market, and that's how you get an uptrending market. It's been like this for a decade. This is a new normal. This is what changed after 2008. This is what I call the millennial stock market. So all we care about are things that would occur that would change the Fed back to hawkish. Last year, they were hawkish. People lost money in 2018. This year, they're dovish. What would change that? A rip-roaring Trump-China trade deal that everybody loves. And the economy of China goes through the roof and heats up, and the economy in the U.S. just goes gangbusters and heats up. And that's the kind of thing that would get the Fed to raise interest rates. So the longer this trade war wears, you know, um, um, runs, the less impetus the Fed has to raise rates. And in fact, today, if you look at the Fed Fund's futures rates, it's now calling for a rate cut in Q4 of this year. Whether that happens or not is not the point. All that tells us is the Fed's on hold and central banks are adding liquidity, therefore the uptrend should continue. That's it. The rest is noise. And I've always said, I think the stock market rally peaks when we cut a trade deal with China. Now, when I say peaks, not necessarily that day. It might be up for a week or so. But when we look back over time, that'll be the top in the market. Why? Because will pick up, Fed will raise rates. Fed fund futures rates will figure that out ahead of time. And instead of calling for a rate cut in 12 or nine months, it'll start calling for rate hikes, letting you know what the bond players think. And they're always the best harbinger of where rates are going. Those are the guys I look at, not the fluctuations in the equity market day to day. So there's my two cents. I hope it helps you guys. Go into the weekend. Forget about what news might come out on Sunday. I don't care if there's a China response where they're going to increase tariffs and the market gaps down in the morning. Okay, but over the next X amount of weeks and months, that means the Fed's not going anywhere, which means the market will continue to drift higher. And never, never underestimate Donald Trump's understanding that to get reelected, the stock market has to be going up, the economy has to be strong. And how do you do that? You cut a trade deal at a time that works best for your reelection campaign. This has been the Armor Report. You can follow me on Twitter, hashtag Armor Report, A-R-M-R Report, or at Brett Rosenthal, B-R-E-T Rosenthal. You can join us on our website, rosenthalcapital.com. Thanks so much for being here. Have a good weekend, guys. I'll talk to you next week. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.